2: The Justice Department is asking this week an appeals court to lift a judge's order preventing the Mar-a-Lago documents investigation from going forward.
3: We have an update on the curfew program that recently started in Prince George's County. I'm Nalisa Gale. Lower speed limits in the district has officials focus on safer roads. What drivers need to know? I'm Melissa Howell.
2: Down Day on Wall Street Friday to wrap your business week at the closing bell. The Dow was down 19, Nasdaq off 104, the S&P lost 28. Good morning. Welcome in 2 o'clock on WTOP.
4: This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage.
3: I'm Mara Rubin in New York. Hundreds of shallow graves found in a liberated Ukrainian city. Some show signs of torture. Our Deborah Pada is there. The
0: smell is overpowering. Death on an industrial scale. And the work overwhelming, exhausting for those on the scene. So many graves. I stopped counting after a hundred. And there's still more. They have found over 400 shallow graves and at least one of them a mass grave.
3: President Biden tells 60 Minutes in an exclusive interview that airs this week there will be consequences if Russia escalates the fighting. The Justice Department asked the Federal Appeals Court to allow them to resume looking at classified documents taken from former President Trump's Florida home and to bar a special master from reviewing them. The migrants sent to Martha's Vineyard by Florida's governor, CBS's Elaine Quijano reports, have been relocated. They're on the move again. This morning, 48 migrants who landed on Martha's Vineyard Wednesday left a church shelter during an emotional send-off from volunteers.
5: They're in my heart. Forever.
3: The asylum seekers voluntarily continued their trek off the island by ferry, where we met 28-year-old Eliezer Perche, who came from Venezuela with his parents. Perche says he's hoping to find some work and a better life for his family. The wait time to see Queen Elizabeth is about 19 hours. Friday night, King Charles held vigil around the coffin for 15 minutes. During the day, he made a trip to Wales. Ian Lee reports.
1: Cheering crowds welcomed King Charles III for his first visit to Wales as monarch. He shook hands and accepted flowers as he met with well-wishers. Britain's new king has now made stops in all four nations of the UK. With the Queen Consort at his side, King Charles took part in a prayer service for his mother and spoke before the Welsh Parliament.
6: Through all the years of her reign, the land of Wales could not have been closer To my mother's heart.
3: Tropical storm Fiona is threatening Puerto Rico. The Weather Channel's Mike Sadell is there. By
1: far the number one impact here in Puerto Rico from Fiona will be
4: the heavy rainfall. It's east of Guadalupe and about 265 miles east-southeast of St. Croix. It's moving here at about 15 miles an hour.
3: And Fiona could dump up to a foot of rain on the island this weekend. This is CBS News.
4: Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can.
0: It's not just business, it's personal. And Signature Theater's new musical, No Place to Go. When dedicated employee George discovers his company is relocating to Mars, he must decide whether to go and uproot his family's life or embark on an unknown venture. Featuring DC star Bobby Smith, No Place to Go is an irreverent and humorous musical with an enterprising twist. Now playing at Signature Theatre through October 16th. Get your tickets at sigtheatre.org. WTOP at
2: 1203. It's Saturday morning. We've made it to the weekend, everybody. It's September 17th, 2022. Clear, cool this overnight, early morning. Mid-50s to mid-60s for the low by daybreak. We're at 64 right now. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your weekend morning ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we do head into this day together Saturday morning.
4: Breaking news on WTOP.
2: LGBTQ rights are being rolled back a lot locally in Virginia we're told transgender students must now take part in athletic programs and use school facilities based on the sex they were born with under new model policies for schools from the Glenn Youngkin administration a document out just late last night also says schools must require parents to turn over legal documents before a student can change their name or gender. And the teachers cannot be forced as well to refer to transgender students by their names and genders. The guidelines also say that schools cannot tell teachers to hide info about a student from a parent. That means teachers could be actually forced to out transgender kids to their parents. The State Board of Education will not have to vote to adopt the policies. Legal challenges here are expected. WTOP at 205 in other news, this early Saturday morning, the Spotsylvania County School Board will move forward now with an offer to superintendent nominee Mark Taylor. The vote was 4-3 in the end. He will be offered almost 250000 bucks a year for the role. School board member Nicole Cole, voting against Taylor's nomination, she says he is not qualified to receive the salary he's being offered during the school board meeting.
0: What's going to happen is they're going to be getting all of this extra money And the existing administrative staff that we have that knows what they're doing, they're going to be doing the work, and they're not going to be getting paid for it.
2: Taylor has no experience, apparently, in public education and has been under scrutiny for racial social media posts. He was granted a superintendent's license by the Virginia Board of Education this week on Thursday. Spotsylvania County Sheriff's deputies will no longer provide security at those school board meetings. Our news partners at NBC4 reporting this morning that it's related, apparently, to the controversy over Mark Taylor. Sheriff Roger Harris says School Board Chair Kirk Twigg is interfering with the First Amendment rights of residents to speak their minds on the issue, and he's using the deputies to do it. For instance, on Monday night just this week, Twigg apparently ordered deputies to remove a woman who was speaking at the podium. WTOP at 206. We're getting an update now locally from Prince George's County leaders at the start of what is now the second week, the second weekend of the county's youth curfew.
3: Prince George's County Executive Angela Ulsterbrook says the county is expanding park and recreation hours and crime hotspots this week in at least eight centers. And we have increased our resources in those areas, uh, making sure that we have wraparound services, mental health services. Since starting their curfew, they say they've had one teen out after the time allowed. The 16-year-old who was in a car with a man carrying a weapon was taken home. Her parents then received a warning. And the second interaction is the one I love. We actually received a call trying to enforce the uh, the curfew.
2: Annalisa Gale, WTOP News. WTOP at 207. An update on traffic and weather in
0: one minute. Virginia is for families. All sorts of families. My family, your family, your neighbor's family. For families of all species. For beach chair sitting families and paddleboard standing families. For families that like to camp outside and the ones that would rather museum inside. Yep, yeah, we got plenty of those to choose from. For mountain hiking families, and would rather hang out by the pool resort going families. Come to think of it, that's more my speed. So, in conclusion, Virginia has all sorts of things your family could love. So, come love it for yourself. Furnished by the Virginia Tourism Corporation. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. His presidency used the power of the arts to influence politics, culture, and style. Now, explore this fascinating time in Art and Ideal's President John F. Kennedy, a new permanent interactive exhibit at the Kennedy Center. Step into the stirring words of JFK's speeches. Create a White House dinner guest list. Capture a selfie in the style of a presidential portrait and much more. Open daily with free admission. More at Kennedy-Center.org.
2: It's Saturday morning, September 17th. We've made it to the weekend, everybody. 208 on WTOP. Glad you're with us.
1: or clogged drains? Call Michael and son and get $100 off a train cleaning today.
2: And weather on the 8th and when it breaks, good morning to Ian Crawford in the WDTLP Traffic Center.
4: Certainly a much better morning than we were expecting, Dino, though we do still have a lot of work afoot on 66 in Virginia. We'll start there. Westbound coming from the Capitol Beltway, ultimately down to a single left lane, and this is going to carry you all the way to at least 123. So a distance of about four miles of uh, road work that you're going to have to step around As they continue the widening I-66 outside the Beltway project. Once you pass it, you are golden all the way to Haymarket. Now, coming from Haymarket, you're going to find some work after exit 40 for Route 15, left lane getting by. And then near Fair Oaks, exit 57, Route 50, you're going to find two left lanes by that work zone. Fairfax County Parkway, both directions. Your ramps to 66 shut down by the work zone. On the Capitol Beltway, a couple of work zones to step around. One kind of related to this, what we've been talking about on 66, the Auto loop ramp to westbound 66, the left lane of two getting by into the work zone. And then before that, coming off the Legion Bridge near Georgetown Pike, will be down to two right lanes to get past the work on the Maryland Beltway, the works, the crash we had uh, reported by Maryland State Authorities on the ramp to northbound 95 appears to be gone. In the district, we had crash activity on the on I 395, the Southwest Freeway. It was eastbound near the Third Street Tunnel over on the right side. Have not had an update from the scene in about an hour's time. If you've got eyes on that or something else we ought to be talking about, let us know. Eight six six three zero four WTOP. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car. NEXT TO A NEW CAR, A FITZWAY CAR IS BEST. Visit Fitzmaul.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitz way. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Tracking some more great weather out there the next couple of days, especially if you like more summer-like temperatures. Going for a high of 84 degrees on your Saturday. Sunday, a high of 87. Monday, going for a high near 90 degrees, so definitely feeling a lot more like summer. And then on Tuesday, temperatures back into the mid-80s, going for a high of 87 in the city. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist, Doug camera. Right
2: now, we're at 64 degrees and holding in our nation's capital.
4: Never miss a moment.
1: WTOP News 103.5 FM.
4: In honor of all those we've lost to cancer and those still fighting, like basketball analyst Dick Vitale.
1: I am want to beat cancer. I'm going to beat it. That's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to win this battle. Defeating cancer
4: will take all of us. At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over giving up.
1: Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Join
4: the V Foundation team. 100% of donations fund game-changing cancer research. Donate now at V.org. This is WTOP News.
2: It's Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. September 17th. Welcome in. 211 on WTOP. Glad you're with us this early hour. The Justice Department this week asking the Federal Appeals Court to lift a judge's order that temporarily barred it from reviewing a batch of classified documents seized during that FBI search of former President Donald Trump's Florida home last month. The department telling the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals in Atlanta that the judge's hold is blocking the government's efforts here to protect the nation's security and interfering with its investigation into the presence of top secret information at Mar-a-Lago. It says the hole needs to be lifted immediately so work can resume the case. Political senior legal affairs reporter Josh Gerstein joined our Dimitri earlier with more on what this latest move actually
5: means. It means that the Justice Department is very intent on getting one element of the judge's special master order lifted, and that's the part that covers these roughly 100 documents that were marked classified. We believe there are about 10,000 documents in all that the FBI took that day, but only about 100 of them are classified, although the marked as classified, I should say, and some marked at very, very high classification levels, and the Justice Department is pulling out all the stops to make sure that those classified records are not covered by this external uh, review, and perhaps more importantly, that this hold they're facing on their investigation is lifted.
1: Will the appeals court take this up quickly, or are we looking at many weeks, maybe even after the midterms, or is it anybody's guess?
5: The appeals court's going to take this up quickly. They haven't issued a real order for time for Trump's lawyers to respond But I expect they'll be ordered uh, to respond within a matter of a few business days and we'll get some ruling on this from this Atlanta-based appeals court perhaps within a week or a week and a half. Does this
1: have any bearing on what the special master does or is that person now absolutely firmly in place?
5: Well, uh, the appointment is in place. There's still a pending appeal on that, but that's not something the Justice Department is sort of challenging on an emergency basis. So I think most likely the special master, who's a judge named Ray Deary from Brooklyn, uh, will have completed his work before uh, the appeals court will ever get to that issue of whether he should have been appointed in the first place. The real battle right now is over These classified documents and whether he's going to have any role with those and he is really rolling up his sleeves. He he issued an order today saying he's going to have a meeting with lawyers from both sides up in Brooklyn on Tuesday to talk about getting this review underway and the judge down in Florida has told him to start with these classified documents so it'll be interesting to see you know who actually uh, gets the upper hand here just in the next week or so
1: I suspect you've been asked this question a lot this week H- haven't people been wondering how can the formidable and at least by many people well respected justice department be ordered to stop its work in this way relating to these 100 or so documents
5: Well, it's a very, very unusual uh, order. You know, I've covered a lot of classified information cases. I've never seen anything like this. But, of course, we've never had a case before where you had a president of the United States or a former president of the United States who at least at one time had declassification powers who, uh, you know, is asserted, arguably able to assert executive privilege. That's something that most targets of a criminal investigation or uh, those that are even charged in a criminal investigation. Those are options they simply never had. And so uh, you do have a somewhat more complicated legal environment by nature of the fact that we're talking about a former president of the united states and i think that's contributing to some of the rulings that you're seeing here
2: that's politico senior legal affairs reporter josh gerstein on wtop you are listening to 103.5 fm at wtop.com
0: sports at 15 and 45 powered by red river technology decisions aren't black and white think red Good Saturday morning. It's
2: the weekend, everybody. We've made it September 17th, two fifteen, And once again, let's check in with Frankie at the
6: Sports Desk. Nationals come back from 4-zip down to knock off the Marlins 5-4 at Nats Park to snap a five-game losing skid. And it was win number 50 on this season for the Nationals. Yeah, they've got 94 losses, but this one was a good victory as it came from the depths of uh, losing again. Found away four runs in the seventh. Joey Manessis and inside the park, Homer, C.J. Abrams with a triple to score two, and then they got another run in the eighth, and they hold on for the 5-4 victory over the Marlins. Same two on Saturday afternoon back at Nationals Park Orioles were losers at Toronto six to three NFL commanders will head to Detroit on Saturday as they line up to face the Lions on Sunday afternoon at one o'clock commanders one and know Detroit is zero and one fell short against Philadelphia 38 35 last week and despite all of the recent struggles for Detroit not saying the commanders haven't either but Detroit is favored by one and a half first time They've been favored in 25 games. Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert has a fracture to his rib cartilage. Happened in the loss on Thursday night at Kansas City. The team says, for now, he's considered as day-to-day. Again, Nats come back and beat the Marlins 5-4. Frank Anderan to WTOP Sports.
2: All right, thanks, Frankie. Good Saturday morning. It is 2-16 in the morning on WTOP. One of the top stories we're following for you this early weekend morning, the Department of Justice trying to block parts of a federal judge's ruling that stopped its ongoing investigation into documents seized at former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence. This coming the day after U.S. District Judge Aileen Cannon appointed Judge Raymond Deary to serve as the special, the special master, that is, the title of the position, and review the evidence seized at Mr. Trump's Florida residence. The ongoing relocation of migrants this week by Republican governors could lead to a legal fight. Politico reporting that California Governor Gavin Newsom, along with leaders in Florida and Massachusetts, are now urging the Justice Department to investigate Ron DeSantis. And Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker says his office is also examining the legality of busing migrants into his state from Texas. And where the Virginia will now require that transgender students use the bathroom of the sex they were assigned at birth, and direct educators to notify parents of student gender transitions. These new rules were outlined in a document released by the Virginia Department of Education just late last night. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. Saturday morning, September 17th. Welcome in. 2.18 in the morning on WTOP. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks... First over to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center.
4: Not the worst drive we can have for this time of year, though our intrepid Ann Kramer tells us that you might be encountering a little bit of fog as you get close to the Legion Bridge and as you try to transition from Maryland to Virginia or vice versa. Nothing that will obscure visibility, but enough to get your attention. Don't let it draw your attention too much because there are other things to watch for on the road. We start in Virginia on, 60, on uh, the Beltway, the Outer Loop near Georgetown Pike. Two right lanes getting by that work zone and then on the ramp from the Outer Loop to go west on 66, that two-lane ramp down to one left lane that will get you into a work zone. That work zone on 66 from the Beltway westward to at least 123, ultimately down to a single left lane to get by all the work. We have been expecting stoppages and traffic. Cannot rule them out, but haven't seen any indicators that they're actually going to push the button and uh, bring traffic to a stop anytime soon. But again, we can't rule it out. Keep that in the back of your mind as you travel 66 this morning. On the on 395 and on 95, nothing pending at the moment. We check Maryland and our earlier crash activity on the Interloop ramp to go north on 95. That now apparently out of the roadway, according to Maryland state authorities. 50 across the Bay Bridge. It's two-way traffic on the westbound span without delay. The work zone westbound on 50 near Cape St. Clair Road. That has been expanded. It's now a single left lane to get by all the work. And the district have yet, yet to get an update on this crash on the Southwest Freeway I-395 eastbound near the Third Street Tunnel was over on the right side. For over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Betterman has helped tens of thousands of clients who have been hurt in auto accidents or victims of medical malpractice. Visit GBLawyers.com and feel better. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Tracking a lot more sunshine over the next couple of days. We've seen nothing but except for some wildfire smoke the last few days. And we'll see that again over the weekend, which should make for some nice sunsets. Look for a high temperature on your Saturday of around 84 degrees. Sunday, going for a high of 87. As we make our way into the day on Monday, feeling a lot more like summer with a high close to 90. And right now, Tuesday, looking for a high temperature of 87 degrees. Some really nice weather as we make our way through the weekend. I'm Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer.
2: You are looking at 66 degrees of Reagan National, 61 BW by Marshall, 59 at Dallas. We're at 64 at Holding in our nation's capital this 2 a.m. hour, Saturday morning, September 17th. Welcome to the weekend. We've made it, everybody. This check brought to you by Nulak Home Design, the roofing experts. Call 1-800-279-5300. That's Nulak Home Design, 1-800-279-5300. Shifting gears once again, checking out stuff for you to watch this weekend. That's coming next on WTOP. Don't go away. Hi, I'm Capri, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Grilled Spicy Deluxe is the chicken. They actually put it on the grill, cooked it in the sauce. It's definitely a good grilled spicy sandwich.
0: Hey, I'm Michelle, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Grilled Spicy Deluxe is it's spicy and it's full of flavor. When you pair that with the kale crunch salad, it's just good. Order a Grilled Spicy Deluxe Sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Available for a limited time. Real guests paid for their testimonials.
3: You're with Dean Lane
0: on
4: WTOP. This is WTOP News.
2: WTOP News Time, 221, Saturday morning. Hey, go grab the old popcorn. You know we're going to the movies. New this weekend. Remember when Chevy Chase played Fletch in the mid and late 80s? Well, they've brought back the humorous detective franchise, apparently. This time with John Hamm in the starring role. It's called Confess, Fletch.
3: No, Fletch, where is my room?
5: I'm sorry. I, I, you know, I came here to work. You're just going to be in the way.
3: I am going to keep an eye on
5: you. Okay. You can stay one night and then we're going to look for a nice mid-range hotel for you.
2: This morning film critic Christian Toto says you should look for a different Fletch this time around.
7: It is John Hamm slipping into the Fletch character, played famous by Chevy Chase, but it's not exactly the same. It doesn't have that sort of over-the-top feel that Chevy Chase brought so memorably to those first two films. This is a little bit grittier, a little bit realistic, but I have to say, I think John Hamm is a fine choice. He gets involved in this mystery involving a dead body. There's some classic paintings that have been stolen. Uh, The woman he's dating may be involved with the situation. He doesn't quite know for sure. Lots of interesting colorful characters. And of course, John Hamm is quipping away as Fletch, is what the character is known for. And he's quite funny and charming. I think, you know, we know him best as a dramatic actor, but he does good comedic performances, and I think he's very solid here. The problem, I think, is the story itself, which is just okay. I didn't think the mystery was that compelling. Some of the secondary characters, what we have to care about, just really don't get our interest. So, this feels perfectly fine. I think for people who are itching for Fletch again, after 30-plus years, we'll be let down a little bit. But if you looking for something kind of sweet and sly and smart, that will make you laugh a few times. I think Confess Fletch is just right.
1: Now, uh, perhaps a little humorously, we're not changing subject matter very much as we look at another new movie called See How They Run. My understanding is we're kind of taking the Agatha Christie murder mystery novel and maybe turning it on its ear a little bit. Are there laughs to be enjoyed here and
7: maybe a clever plot on top of it? There are chuckles. I think murder mysteries are always fun to watch. You know, the Knives Out, now it's a franchise. It's sort of bringing them back to the fore. And of course, Agatha Christie is the staple, the queen of this particular kind of storytelling. You've got Sam Rockwell and Saoirse Ronan are the stars here. She plays sort of a super 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 eager young detective and he's the older wiser and a bit drunk at times guy who's basically sleepwalking through the case and I think that friction on paper should have really worked here it's only quasi effective and I think that it's just something you needed more emphasis more oomph behind it you don't quite get it the story itself is perfectly fine it is whimsical it is cheeky it is fun and it it has a lot of love for this particular genre I think that's what carries the film is that they really do enjoy these kind of mysteries both the tropes of them, the surprises and things like that. So certainly not the best example of a Christie-like saga, but it's perfectly fine. Again, those leads are engaging and fun to watch. There are a few things you won't expect happening on screen. And if you've been itching for murder mysteries and enjoying this sort of mini-Renaissance, I think this will be fine. It'll be good enough. But I think given all the elements in play and the fact that it's an homage to Agatha Christie's best works, it could have been brighter. It could have been sharper, but I think we'll take it as is.
2: Good stuff to watch this weekend. Kristen Toto with Hollywood and on Skype with Dimitri. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Where the time now is 2.25 on your Saturday morning here on WTOP. Checking your money news, Jeff Claybaugh here to wrap your business week this early hour. The Dow ended Friday's session down 139 points. It lost four and a quarter percent for the week. The University of Michigan's Consumer Sentiment Survey showed improvement with lower expectations for inflation. The British pound hit its lowest level against the dollar since 1985 Friday at a dollar fourteen. Holiday spending is forecast to be up seven and a half percent this year, but exclude the effects of inflation and the gain from last year maybe as little as one percent. Jeff Claybal. WTOP News.
0: Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot coms, and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A/B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part, 2060 Digital is a Google Premier Partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect.